Welcome to the Fantasy Champions Fantasy Football Podcast. Here's your host, Morgan Colby and Rick Lemon. What's crackalackin', Fantasy Champs? A little late this week. A little late. Just a tad bit. My name is Morgan Colby. I got Rick Lemon with me as always. Rick, uh, he he's got some new digs over there, some new uh, some new job, and and he is is now recording later. So this week has been yeah. I'm not roster. I'm not selling drugs anymore. <laughs> I'm selling special kinds of drugs. A specialty <laughs> drug. <laughs> oh boy! But anyway, so we're here. We're we're back. We are going to bring you some content for this week. I feel like it's been forever, even though it's really only been like two days. Um, yeah, for been like a week since <laughs> we recorded. But we are full fledged into the off season. Um, it's June twenty first. Fourth of July is coming up. Uh, basketball just ended. Hockey's about to end. Uh, so all I got. Is me, a bubbly, and the Red Sox. Let's go, Red Sox. So that sucks. And <laughs> trying to get, uh, you know, any fantasy dynasty commissioners out there would know this. Trying to get a plethora of individuals to pay so I can do a rookie uh, draft, you know, before September. That'd be nice. Yeah, good luck with that. One league, I think we got four guys left, so I, I'm just gonna track them down or kick them out. Track them down and kick them out. Yeah, track them down and kick them out. Uh, but anyway, welcome on into the Fantasy Champions Fantasy Football Podcast. Today we're gonna bring a mock draft. In case you didn't see it on the screen, we got a mock draft 4.0 for you uh, today, and we are going to, you know, I think I think uh, mocking is the best way to uh, anticipate and practice your way to at least a good draft it's not the i don't know i would would you say it is the most important it probably is the most important part of of your your championship run yeah i mean it's a i don't know i don't know if i would say it's the most important but it definitely is very important and it gives you quite the head start over everybody else but uh mock drafting gives you the ability to prepare for your draft um, and practicing and watching other people draft give you a better idea of where guys are going to go and if you can take them in certain vicinities. So you, when you roll up to your draft, you're prepared, A, for the crazy guy who drafts Nick Chubb 101. Yeah, we already know throw. Kyle Pitts is a first-round pick. Yeah, <laughs> seriously. Um, so you can prepare for people being psychopaths and you can also, uh, you know, find the gems where you know you're going to get them. So um, we're going to give you a mock draft today, kind of show you where our minds go in mock drafts and in real drafts and, and kind of break that down. Before we do, check out our website, fanschampions.com. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok. Website's back up, by the way. I Be back. I fixed it. So we're good there. Um, if you're listening on a podcast, Spotify, Stitcher, or any other podcast platforms, please leave a review, share this podcast with your friends. If you're watching on YouTube, subscribe, click the bell for notifications, like, and comment down below any questions you may have for Rick or I. Um, and we'll jump into this mock draft right away because trying to get out of here in 25 minutes. I got dinner to eat. Yeah, I have... Uh... 
dinner to cook that I probably won't because it's going to be too late. DoorDash, bro. I this episode I do, I of the is brought to you by DoorDash and Bubbly. It's it's not. Don't accurate. forget about Dunkin' Donuts. Dunkin' Donuts. What do you got there, though? Uh, it's the what's left of a blue raspberry colada. Oh, you drinking the culottas? Big culotta guy. That's like right. The, used to like the strawberry culottas over there, but you know this guy got a little too fat for that. I'm a big fan of the strawberry colada, but they changed the flavor. Like Did they really? Ago. Like two years. Oh, ago. didn't they make it taste less? Okay. A diatribe on Dunkin' Donuts. How many? Comment down below if you even know what a Dunkin' Donuts is. I'm has sure it, they do. Has it made it that far across the nation? I mean, the the term "America runs on Dunkin'" is that a thing now? Uh, it's I think Does the biggest true? in the Northeast, but it's all over the country. I was gonna say, um, I kind of hate Dunkin' Donuts to be honest with you. I know I I have a love hate relationship with Dunkin' Donuts. It's like really crappy coffee. That may be the worst coffee I've ever had in my life. Besides McDonald's coffee. Well, there's a Dunkin' Donuts at every stop here. So yeah, there's no choice. Um, I got you know, so I think let, let's see from where I live right now. I would have to pass, I think six Dunkin' Donuts just to get to a Starbucks. Wow, that's a lot of Dunkin' Donuts. Yeah, that is. I worked on a street where there was a Dunkin' Donuts, and then literally maybe two blocks down the road, there was another Dunkin' Donuts. It used to be, um, I don't know if you know where this is. It's like kind of near Freetown. I don't know if you've ever been to Freetown. Yeah. Shout out Freetown. There's a Dunkin' Donuts at a everyone's gas station. Like, everyone's just like, this is what this is what New Englanders do. I know. We'll, we'll make this quick. There's a Dunkin' Donuts at the gas station. Mm-hmm. Next to the gas station is a mini rotary, like a super small one. And around And it. next to that mini rotary is a Dunkin' Donuts. And again, <laughs> I think it's actually just a, a regular Dunkin' Donuts. So there's a Dunkin' Donuts, a rotary, and a Dunkin' Donuts at the gas station. Yeah, it's a little overkill. Almost yeah. as bad as McDonald's. You can, you can rely on McDonald's. Uh, I actually think a, in the Northeast... There's more Dunkin' Donuts than there is McDonald's. Probably, but like literally every uh, exit sign where it tells you where the food is, every every single <laughs> one has McDonald's. True, pretty much. But anyway, we're gonna do a mock draft today, so we probably should start that. Um, for any of you that are, you know, you have a small friend group. You got you got ten people, eight ten people that that draft. Uh, with you guys or in, in a league together, uh, we are going to do a 10 person mock draft today. So you're going to be able to see that PPR 10 man uh, mock draft. And I think the next one will do a 10 team half PPR just to give people a roundabout way. I think at some point Rick and I should do together a best ball underdog draft together. That would be fun. So yeah, we should totally do that. But anyway, we're on sleeper. The screen is live now, hopefully. And we are gonna get started. I have pick four. Rick has pick six, and we're gonna just we're just gonna go. What say you, my guy? Let's do it. Alright, so I'm getting all kinds of notifications about the Milwaukee Bucks making a trade. And I don't like that. But anyway. Oh, this is this is interesting. This is very interesting. So JT goes off the board, Christian McCaffrey comes off the board, and then Austin Eckler comes off the board for me. So this is actually pretty pretty interesting. I would have to say, um, I'm gonna pull this up on my computer. 
I would have to say I want to go running back because there's probably not going to be a whole ton of options later in the draft. Although this is a little bit shorter, so our options are going to be much more uh, plentiful, if you will. True. Um, so I could go old man Derrick Henry. Uh, I'm concerned about his ability to stay healthy this year um, because he is now 28 years old, and he has maybe was it his? This would be his fourth season with a workload over 350 carries. Yeah. <laughs> so that's a lot of work. I feel like I I don't I've 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 come out of my days of Derrick Henry's a bust. And Yeah, that's kind of it's too late for that now. It's too late for that. And so he very well could play 16 games or 17 games and be an absolute monster again, and I could be wrong and I'm betting on injury, but I really think at some point this guy's just going it's going to catch up to him. He's really. due. He's, he's he's really due. And it has nothing to do with him, it's just the position that he plays. I feel like for us, that's terrible analysis. Like it's really it is bad terrible analysis, analysis but it, it, there's logic to it. Like, is that is that just superstition, or <laughs> it's like it's not? I mean, how many how happen. many how many elite running backs mm-hmm. get to the point where they're 29 years old, which you'll turn 29 during the season, yeah, um, and are still a top three fantasy running back? I would love not to many. look at the stats in the history of that because yeah. it's. Very rare. And usually this is like, especially when you have like four or five. I remember Todd Gurley was like three years really good, and then he kind of fell off a cliff yes. a little bit. Um, this is 28, 29 is like the peak. Um, guy that used to write for us, Adam Hutchison, he does a lot of injury stuff. I believe it's pinned on his profile, but if you go to his Twitter profile and he has a chart of sorts that tell you the peak age for the type of running backs, whether you're a satellite or a workhorse or different stuff like that. And it'll yeah. tell you the the peak age of where they play. And then when they start going downhill and for a player like Derrick Henry, that would be 28 years old. I think he'll still be, you know, good because he's going to get used yeah. a lot, but I mean, he's an injury away from being done. And I also think at the end of this year, mm-hmm. Uh, they're gonna probably draft the guy and kind of move on in a new direction. I I, I think Derrick Henry will, will still be an RB one, but to mm-hmm. take him as where he's going, which is the third overall pick, I don't think I would do that. I probably wouldn't even do that at your pick either. So it's up to you though. Yeah. Um. So my um, for me, I'm between uh, Dalvin Cook and Najah Harris, uh, and I would take Dalvin Cook here just based on the fact that I don't really know what Pittsburgh's offense is going to look like. Um, I know what I'm getting from Dalvin Cook. I know what I'm getting from Minnesota Vikings offense for the most part. So I will take that over Najee in Pittsburgh. We both we, we both know that they're going to run it a lot, but um, I just don't know how efficient Pittsburgh's going to look. Uh, but anyway, I take Dalvin Cook here. So uh, on underdog, Cooper Cup is the second overall pick. Um, oh boy! Oh boy! Uh, you know that's do coming. It, do he's, it! He's here at do five. Do it! Do it's, it! I uh, probably am not. Derrick <laughs> Henry here is tempting. Once you get to like yeah. the sixth overall pick, it is very. It tempting. does become tempting. But the guy I was gonna take is the guy I'm still gonna take, which is Nashi Harris. Yes, my pick. Um, Derrick Henry won eight. Think, you know the workload's still gonna be there. We, we just talked about we just got absolutely shows, roasted. I'm getting all kinds of sound effects right now. I'm we're gonna get absolutely roasted listening. for a lot of people that watch this because they're gonna be like, 
What you took? Uh, I just on the. Did you hear the sound effect over. in your head in your headphones? I did. Yeah. 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 So that 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 is live for everyone else. You gotta turn that off. Yeah. I just so yeah. Cooper Cup went Forgive seven, um, which is a good spot from there. At Derek least Henry we didn't get the. I we... actually like Derrick Henry there. Yeah. At the one hundred eight, a lot more than I do at the one hundred three. Yeah, like if you were sitting at one eight and Derrick Henry fell there, it it would be te- it would no, be very quick, tempting. Quick question. Uh, we know his ADP on sleeper is is um. You did a best ball last night. Where do you land? Derrick Henry. Yeah. Uh, I think he was. I don't know the exact number. I can pull it up, but I, he was top five. Okay. All right. That's all I need to know. I was gonna say, do you think he's gonna end up being a top four, top five pick in drafts anyway, or is there a chance that in a lot of leagues he ends up falling to one seven, one eight because people are worried about the same thing we are? Um. Or maybe we just ahead of the curve. No, it's possible, but I. I I think I think he's probably gonna stay top five because people love the player. But, okay. Um, Jamar Chase one nine, Joe Mixon one ten, Devontae Adams at two one. My guy, DeAndre Swift two two, Stephon Diggs two three, Travis Kelsey two four. Um, Nick Chubb is a top available player. I do. I have tweeted this, but uh, I don't know if I. I think I said on the podcast before too. I'm kind of out on Nick Chubb this year, mm. uh, which is sad. Uh, I still would take him. I don't think I would take him here. Um, I'm between Alvin Kamara and CeeDee Lamb right now. Okay. Um, Kamara, his only problem is the legal issues. Um, but if he's out there and healthy, he's still the lead back. There's really not a ton of competition. They brought in Mark Ingram to come back. Um, James Winston, Michael Thomas, hopefully will be back from their injuries. They drafted Chris Olave. So the offense actually doesn't look half bad. Right for the saints this year. Um, and Kamara could be back to like that top five, six running back. Mm-hmm. Um, so it could be a steal here in the second round. And then there's CD lamb, who is this year's kind of breakout wide receiver. There's no competition in Dallas. The only other guy is Michael Gallup and he's going to miss the first few weeks of the season. Anyway, Dalton mm-hmm. Schultz is probably the next best guy. Yeah. Um, I think they brought in, no, I was going to say they have Cedric Wilson still, but they don't. They do not have Cedric. Uh, they did draft the wide receiver. It's going to be Gallup and CD. Uh, that'll be about it. Yeah, so it's very tempting to go CD Lamb here to make him my wide receiver one. Um, it's either that Kamara. I'm going to go with CD Lamb and change things up a little bit. Because I usually go Kamara. but I ain't got CD Lamb in a single mock, bro. I'm pretty sure you did. Did I really? Because I have not had CEO in this school. Uh, all right. I so I was I was hoping Rick would do the smart thing and take Alvin Kamara and Nick Chubb uh, <laughs> so I could take CD Lamb here. Um, you were if, hoping I would do the smart thing. If so Tyreek Hill was on the board, I would not have taken him, just so you guys know. Um, but I'm going to go running back, running back here, because I think any wide receiver that I get now is going to be equivalent to what I get at pick three, four. So um, I would take. <sighs> There's still Javante there, too. The question but is, do I like Javante Williams more than I like Alvin Kamara or Nick Chubb? I think I'm going to take Nick Chubb. Mm. Yeah, I think I'm going to take Nick Chubb. Let me just get back to sleeper and take Nick Chubb. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I take Nick Chubb. Josh Allen came off the board. Mark Andrews, Alvin Kamara, Leonard Fournette, Aaron Jones, 
Javante, who almost left him on the board for me. I'm kind of pissed off that the there are so many wide receivers that I like coming off the board like early. And then there's like a stretch of wide receivers that I'm just like, like eh. I'm not yeah, like third the third round wide receivers here. I'm not really a I know. I'm not a huge fan of um I will take AJ Brown. I was gonna take Cam Akers, but Oh, now what do I do? <laughs> now what do I do? I was hoping no you would take one of Saquon no. or Debo so I didn't have to decide. Um or that team five was gonna do that, but they didn't. So now I have to decide between Debo. Yeah, they took and... Kyle Pitts, bro. Did you know? You know, a team a team without a running back over here. Right. Of course. It's weird. Ah, man. This is a tough one. Who would you go, Saquon or Debo? Um, it's between those two for me. I'm not even like Mike Evans. I do actually like this year because Chris Godwin's injured. But uh, yeah, they said he's gonna open the season on the pup, and we got news. Yeah, in there, Gronk is retiring. So right. Um, so Evans is good. Know. I'm not. I would still take Debo or Saquon though. I think. Yeah. Um, if I were you, I would take Shake and Bake. And I don't even like shaking. That's who I was leaning to. I I do like Diva, but I think I'm gonna go Saquon there. Okay. Um, after Rick's pick, Debo, Justin Herbert, Josh Allen, James Conner, Patrick Mahomes, Mike Evans, Ezekiel Elliott, T. Higgins, and then Rick back on the cloak. Part of me wishes I took Debo because I'm gonna take another running back here. Uh, you little. And that'll be Cam Akers. Oh my gosh! Team five just went too. So it only makes sense though. It only makes sense. Um, Sorry. Yep. Yeah, Monty. After my pick, Rick. Rick's going. We we are interesting. This is an interesting draft for both of us right now. Yeah. So Rick, you got Najee Cam Akers and then uh, old man Saquon Barkley over there, and he's not even that old. How old? I that running back core though is. uh, I'm feeling it. He's 25. Oh golly. Um, I'm gonna take Antonio Gibson here in the fourth round. Don't love that pick, but um, it's. I was gonna go receiver, but but we're still not okay. like okay. all the receivers I didn't like. Debo Samuel, like I would be like Debo is the only receiver out of the group here. Like when you talk about AJ Brown, Debo Samuel, Keenan Allen, Mike Evans, T Higgins, DK Metcalf, and Deontay Johnson. Obviously, I'm concerned about Metcalf if he doesn't get a quarterback. We'll throw that to the side. Debo is a guy that I'm kind of concerned about. And like, he's a guy that you could take anywhere in the third round, maybe even in the second round. And I think people will take him a little bit higher um, by the time August floats around. But like, to me, I'm not really the way Debo wants to hold out because of not contract situation, but the way he's utilized suggests to me that he doesn't want to run the ball as much because it's more uh, damaging to his body. You know, sure make his career a little shorter so he's like i don't want nothing to do with that and because of that that kind of takes away a lot of what made him potent in terms of like his scoring ability with the touchdowns last year um he's still a good wide receiver so i don't know if i should be out on him or not but i i for consistently every draft out on debo for whatever reason keenan right. allen's not bad mike evans actually great pick in the fourth round i think if you're if you need a receiver i like that, that is a, a great pick in the fourth round, absolutely. I know, and then and then T Higgins is actually pretty good, but I just don't feel like any of these receivers, like I, even AJ Brown, like I just drafted him because I felt like I needed a guy. 
Yeah. So I don't mind Deontay, but I'm I'm not a fan of Metcalf. I like Higgins, but I think he has a ceiling. Yeah. Keenan Allen's kind of the same thing. I like Keenan Allen, but he's also has a ceiling. And yeah, you with Debo. I'm actually kind of out on AJ Brown, so I I I, I am with you with the wide receivers in, in this range. Uh, but anyway, why we're both our teams at running back heavy. But I take Gibson here. Good running backs. We got some good running backs. Brees Hall, DK, Deontay Johnson, George Kittle, Lamar Jackson, Darren Wall come off the board, and then it's my pick. Um, the last couple years, I feel like the expectation for a guy by the name of Terry McLaurin has been, all right, this guy's going to break out, this guy's going to break out, this guy's going to break out. Well, the last couple years, he's been wide receiver in PPR, wide receiver 29, wide receiver 20, wide receiver 25. So when is he going to break out? Maybe it's with Carson Wentz. Probably not, though. Um, Carson Wentz is the best quarterback he's ever of, had, which is like, And I don't, I don't hate Terry McLaurin, I, and I don't want multiple Washington players, so I'll say that, but... I'm kind of out on Terry McLaurin too, just because like I feel like we've done this. Yep. Um keep looking at receivers. We got Jalen Waddle. I yep. I don't really know how I feel about the Miami situation. I do like Waddle though. I don't think there's a bad fifth round pick. I think it's a good one. Um I don't know what's going on in Carolina. DJ Moore has you know, we know what he is. So like Last three yeah. seasons, he's wide receiver 16, 23, and 18. So he's basically a mid-range wide receiver, too, um, which isn't bad. He's uh, had four touchdowns in every year. I know. He's scored more touchdowns. And then Amari Cooper in Cleveland, if uh, Deshaun does not play, that's a whole other issue for him. Right. Um, so I don't I don't know who to take. But I'm going to – you know what? I'm going to take a stretch pick. I'm going to take Jerry Judy. Um, I like Jerry Judy as a player. Um, mm-hmm. I've liked him since he came into the league. He's got a quarterback now, and I think he's going to be the guy that gets targeted a lot. Um, a lot of hate I've been seeing on Twitter for Jerry Judy. Don't know why. <laughs> don't know if it's because Twitter found it's, out. It's because like people are hyping him up so much. And I, I'm on the Judy train too. I, I so I do like the pick. I like Jerry Judy, but yeah. he went from like an eighth round guy to like a fifth round guy. In yeah. Two months. I don't think so, he goes higher. I think this is the peak of his. An underdog, he's a fourth-round pick. Ooh. So. <laughs> yeah. see. That's what I'm saying. But I do like the player, though. So, like, if you're going to, you know, quote-unquote reach on a guy, yeah, I, I don't think it's bad. See, here, if, if Deshaun Watson was going to play and you knew Deshaun Watson was going to play, I think right. Amari Cooper would be the guy here. Okay. Um, but who knows if he's going to play and for how long. Right. Like if, if Watson suspended half the season, do you want Amari Cooper? Because he's gonna be useless until Watson gets there or borderline useless. Yeah. Um so I'm out on him. I love DJ Moore the player, but his situation is so bad. And unless they get Baker Mayfield, which I think I would be back on board a little bit, mm-hmm. but if they're gonna roll with Sam Darnold again and uh who's the guy they drafted? The quarterback out of Ole Miss. Can't forget his name for some reason. Matt Corral. Matt Carroll. Yeah, he's probably not um, play. right. So, like, what does his situation look like? Michael Pittman's okay. I don't mind that, but you're kind mm-hmm. of it's kind of have high expectations for him here. But I, I would think about that. But I'm gonna go Jalen Waddle. I know Tyree Kill is there now, but he's gonna be still the number two guy in that offense. And it could open things up underneath for Waddle, especially if they mm-hmm. just use Tyree Kill down the field. Yeah. So I'm okay with that. And I'm going to follow it up with my guy, Alan Robinson, who uh, I really do like this year on the Rams. So after mm-hmm. Waddle, though, it was Joe Burrow, J.K. Dobbins, Travis Etienne, yeah. Josh Jacobs, those late fifth-round running backs. 
I don't think we've seen that in a couple of years, but they're really good. I like those three running backs there. DJ Moore, 6'1", Michael Pittman, 6'2", Amari Cooper, Cortland Sutton. And then I took Allen Robinson at 6'5". Yeah. Um, he's taking the Robert Woods role. I think he's going to be mm-hmm. uh, very involved. I think he's a, probably a slightly more talented player than Robert Woods Yeah. Um, with the same situation. So I like his, his spot there at the Rams. The next pick was Chris Godwin, and now Morgan is on the clock. Okay. Uh, I feel like we got to speed this up a little bit because we are. We can speed it up. I mean, the Um, first five rounds. Oh, oh, uh, what does that mean? I'm taking Hollywood. No questions asked. Uh, I like Hollywood Brown. Always have. Uh, With that reaction, I thought it was going to be like. And you're so so. There's a couple of things that I was like fighting over with uh, with Rondell Moore because I actually I don't mind Rondell Moore to start the season because. Hop is going to be out for six weeks, but with DeAndre Hopkins out for six weeks and Marquise Hollywood Brown coming in, I feel like he's going to get targeted a lot. So um, at least for the first six weeks, yeah. like, oh, he will. I yeah, I love it for the first six weeks because you can get him. You might even be able to start him. You know, I get him in the sixth round. You might even be able to start him early in the season and then trade him away halfway through his run. But anyway, um, Michael Thomas, Elijah Mitchell, Clyde Edwards-Helaire, DeAndre Hopkins, Kenneth Walker, Amon Ra come off the board. Um, I could go tight end. I could go Hawk. I could get my, my guy. Uh, probably won't do that. I think I'm going to go with another running back. Uh, okay. I'm going to go Miles Sanders. Okay. Okay. So I'll take, I'll take Sanders here. So now at my get some, pick, get some um, I have a question. How do you feel about Mike Williams in the seventh round? Um, cause he was wide receiver 12 last year. I know a lot of that was in the beginning of the year, but yeah, I'm he's historically a very inconsistent player. So I feel like I it's kind of a tough one because I feel like Mike Williams is a very talented player in real life. Uh, he's a great player yes, in fantasy. He he's been very inconsistent. It's and just I think inconsistent. If man. you're, if you're like, for me, I like consistency in fantasy football, yeah. um, but sometimes it's okay to have a player that is boomer bust. Um, so I don't mind Mike Williams in the seventh round. He's not going to be starting on your team. He's most likely going to be a guy that if, if your players stay healthy, he's probably not going to start unless you need seven. him. Yeah. Uh, so I think it's a great pick, uh, especially where like it say, you know, you have a guy like Stefan Diggs in your, you know, starting lineup and then he's on a buy and then Mike Williams comes in and replaces Stefan, you always have the chance that he could have a big performance, like a 25 to 30 point performance on a given week that will replace that production that you got. And what, what is your expectation? Like who else are you going to get in that vicinity as a backup wide receiver? So right, I right. like it. I like it a lot. Um, if you don't draft the way we do and you drafted a quarterback or a tight end, he might end up in your starting lineup as a flex or maybe a wide receiver too, based on the way you mm-hmm. drafted. Um, which I don't like as much because I feel like you need a little bit more consistency. But you could also get, if you got a solid wide receiver that's very, very consistent early in the draft, and then your wide receiver too was like Mike Williams, uh, I think that's okay because you know you're going to get solid consistency at the wide receiver position and then a possible breakout game from Mike Williams every other week. Yeah. So, I mean, Scott, I, don't I, don't, I don't know if you got my text last night, but on underdog i think mike williams is a mid to late third round pick which is insane he goes back to back with keenan allen like they're back to back with each other so i don't like that at all but in the seventh round i think he's actually a really good pick 
I did just notice though that if you hit roster, we have two quarterbacks as a slot. I don't know if this is. Oh no, I don't want two quarterbacks. Okay, I don't know if you can change. I forgot that to get. Okay. I forgot to get rid of the quarterback. Let's just keep drafting. Then the ADP ain't changing based on the two That's quarterbacks. That's fine. I'm I'm gonna take Kyler. Whatever. Kyler in Murray? the seventh round. I don't mind it. It would have been either him or Mike Williams, though. There you go, buddy. And the That's reason I did that is so I can snag my other guy here. But after Kyler Murray was Russell Wilson, the Hawks, Dalton Schultz, Mike yeah. Williams at seven ten to me is very good value. Frank puts at 8-1 isn't bad either. Jalen Hurts, 8-2, A.J. Dillon, Cream Hunt. And I'm going to take my guy, Darnell Mooney. Say that again. Who did you take? Uh, Mooney, Darnell Mooney. Oh. And Dak Prescott, and now you on the phone. My guy. Hold on one second. Hold on one second. I will draft, I swear to God. Um. All right. Hmm. I literally just as we were talking, Rick, I just bought Zoom. I know so I we noticed. Would... <laughs> we I just got a I just got a notification. So freaking ridiculous at this point. Zoom, why would you do this to me? Uh anyway. I you to buy the product. I'm gonna take Rashad Bateman. Yes, yeah, good pick. I like Rashad that. Bateman. Um all these Ravens wide receivers, one of them not being a Raven. That oh a my gosh. Trey Lance, really? We're gonna do this now? Traylon Burks, Garrett Wilson, Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady, Matt Stafford, and then Trey Lance come off the board. Um, so I'm I'm not gonna take him. I think it's because it's the two court. It's honestly two quarterbacks. I'm gonna say this at this point. I know Thielen is 31, uh-huh. and he's old. But last five seasons, wide receiver nine, wide receiver seven, wide receiver 63 only played in 10 games, wide receiver 10 again. And then last year he played in 13 games and was wide receiver 28. So why not? Ninth round so pick. So why not? I'll take I'll take Adam Thielen. Fair You're enough. Your pick. Uh, yeah, the the AI is definitely taking a gazillion quarterbacks right now. So you're gonna have nobody. The way this is going. Um, Hold on a second. Let me pause it. <laughs> pause draft and edit. I don't think you can change it mid draft. Can can you? Sure, I can. Sucking egg rest of the league. All right, so now you just screwed over the whole league. That's awesome. <laughs> That's what, um, I what I do. Commish, baby. I'm liking Elijah more here. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I will say, too, Gabe Davis is another guy. You know where he's going in underdog? Where? He's going fifth round. Gabe freaking the, Davis? He's in the McLaurin. Yeah, he's in that range. So that's nasty. He, he's right now, at, he, and this he's a ninth round pick, so or tenth, so not bad. But I'm gonna go Juju. Yeah, um, I think he's probably a safe pick here. Solid, solid option as the potential number one receiver on the Chiefs. Yep, that's a good pick. Um, I probably should have taken him over Adam Thielen, but freaking Elijah Moore just got to, just got picked. So I'm sad, but. Um, we got Cordell Patterson. You got Gabe Davis in the, in the fifth round over there on underdog. You could get him Dallas in the 10th on sleeper. Drake London, 10-1. What do you think of that one? Devontae Smith, 10-2. Uh, Elijah Moore, 10-3. Little high. 10-4. I think so, too. All uh, these rookies are way too high. Wow, this is really gross. Um, I could just keep stacking my bench and take Ayuk. Mm-hmm. Um, but I already have five receivers. 
So there's really no need for that. Uh, you know what? I'm going to just go with the flow and take my boy Dawson Knox. Thanks, bro. <laughs> Appreciate it. So you can have your guy, I got, Brandon Ayuk. I got Brandon Ayuk. I saw Dawson Knox on the board, and I'm like, ain't no way. <laughs> ain't no way I'm getting him. <laughs> um, I took Brandon Ayuk with my pick, and then it was Devin Singletary, Rashad Penny, uh, Tony Pollard, Michael Carter, James Cook, and then uh, Zach Ertz. Um, I'm going to take Muth and call it a day at tight end. Yeah, I knew that was coming. <laughs> we know each other. Like Olave is like Where are you picking in the home player. league? You're nine, right? Yeah. Right, we're way too far away to screw each other. Olave is the best available player, but like mm-hmm. I don't know why, especially if Michael Thomas is playing. Um, if Michael Thomas is, you know, has a, the same foot injury he's had the last three years. And, and he's a starter? Play, yeah. And Olave starts, then yes. Right. That but might be okay. as of right now, he's the wide receiver at three on the team. So like I don't Yeah, yeah. I mean it's okay, but I'm not ecstatic for it. I'm gonna go kind of gross, but uh yeah, I go I'll go Christian Kirk. Number one receiver on the Jaguars. Bleh. It is gross, I know. Chris Olave is the next pick, followed by Mike Kiseki, James Robinson, Christian Watson, Robin Stevenson, Deshaun Watson in the 12th round, Isaiah Spiller, and Rojo. Um, Rojo. Rojo. Do I just keep going Rojo. receivers? Rojo. Look at all the receivers available. Do you, boo? My whole bench right now is wide receivers, so I should really change things up. Um, But... I don't think I'm going to. Now, which wide receiver do I take, though? You got Bob Woods, the wide receiver two in the Titans. Chase Claypool, who said he thinks he's a top three receiver in the whole NFL. Um, Isn't he, though? Or I could take um, kind of a flyer do you disagree? with Darius Tony. I do disagree. Holy frick. Uh... Man, this is tough. Oh, wow. That was bad. Sorry, guys. This this is probably a little off the board here, but I'm going to go Kadarius Tony. No, that's fine. I see that. I'm going to go a little bit off the board here, too, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get my handcuff. Oh. I'm going to take Madison. Pick. Handcuff. Handcuff my boy. After my pick, Bob Wood, Sky Moore, Michael Gallup, Jameson Williams, Alan Lazard, and then uh, Tyler Boyd. Um, we Rick, have we talked about on the show uh, Alan uh, Aaron Rodgers' feelings on Alan Lazard? I don't know if we did, but uh, it was quite the quote. Thinks he could be the number one, the next number one receiver on the Packers. Interesting, I, you go Russell Gage there. I took uh, Russell Cole Gage Komet, thirteen stealing four. my picks. Uh, Russell Gage. Should I go? Da- uh, should I go? Damian Pierce or Rashad White? Bleh. Do you? White's got more receiving upside, but Pierce could be. There was a report today that came out too that said uh, Pierce by the end of the season could be competing for the starting role, which is like okay. Right. How about you do that in the beginning of the season? I know, seriously. Um, but yeah, I'll take Pierce just for the upside there. Ugh. And then Najee Harris, Kenny Galladay, Hunter Dude, Henry, yeah, Gronk yeah, gets picked, joke. retired Gronk. Followed by Tua, White, Kirk Cousins, and Albert O. Albert um, o this is my last pick. 
Uh, and I'll take a backup quarterback here and go Jay Fields. Oh my God, he Bro, fell, you don't even he, have a quarterback on your fell roster. Fell that far? <laughs> Justin Fields fell that far? He did. I just noticed no you way. literally don't have a quarterback. I do now. <laughs> I almost went through the whole draft without taking a quarterback. That is how little I think of the position at this point. You're going to end up streaming, so uh, good luck with that. Oh, I, I wanted Fields. I forgot to take him. <laughs> Sheesh. Anyway, um, there you go. There is a total and complete mock draft from Rick and I. We kind of went like with similar strategies, uh, which is interesting. But I feel like looking at this, there's a lot of running backs in the first four rounds that I would like be okay with. There are. Even honestly, I think backs. after... Which I don't know if that's okay. I don't know if we should be okay with that. Rounds like eight through twelve kind of blow. Yeah, honestly, eight after round eight, it all kind of blows to be honest. But those first seven rounds, like you can get starting running backs. I feel like. Yeah, I, I agree. which you couldn't say. Last There's some year. guys like last year was like after round five. Maybe we should do this for a show, but just go through the first five or six rounds and, and have a serious discussion about these freaking running backs because I don't, I really don't know who we should trust and who we shouldn't. Um, because some of these guys are not going to work out, and we know that. And like this year of all years, right. it looks like that is 100 percent going to be the case, especially with these wide receivers like sprinkled in. Like last year, we had maybe. If you were lucky, there was two wide receivers taken in the first round. Now we have three or four. So, especially in 12-team. But anyway, uh, there you have it. My team, Jameis Winston, Dalvin Cook, Nick Chubb, uh, A.J. Brown, Jerry Judy. Then we had Fryer Muth, Antonio Gibson, Marquise Brown, Sanders, Bateman, Thielen, Ayuk, Madison, Russell Gage. All right, I got Kyler Murray, Najee Harris, Saquon Barkley, CeeDee Lamb, Jalen Waddle, Dawson Knox, Cam Akers, Allen Robinson, Darnell Mooney, Juju Smith-Schuster, Christian Kirk, Kadarius Tony, Damian Pierce, and Justin Fields. All right, there you have it. We'll talk to you guys on Thursday. We're going to talk about QB sleepers. See you later, guys. See you. Thank you for listening to the Fantasy Champions Podcast. Make sure you subscribe on iTunes and YouTube and follow us on Twitter at the FF Champs.